Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. I'm Auntie Pamela, and these are my magic moments that I share with you. If I may be so bold, could I ask that you bring your best and most positive energy to this dreamy space this evening? I've had a tiresome week, and I'd like to only receive warm and positive messages in my dreams, thoughts, and through the ether. Thank you very much. As always, I'm arranged on my chaise long, expecting a phone call from one of you cherubs who so desperately needs my help. So, grab yourself a warm cup of tea and let us begin. Hello, you are on the air. Hi, my name's Simone. Hello, Simone. What appears to be the problem? Well, my problem's not appearing to be anything. I have a housemate who, um, well, they have some, like, anger issues. Hmm. What do they do when they're angry? They, like, dismantle all the furniture. Pardon? Yeah, like, one time they got a phone call from a place where they'd just been for a job interview, and these people, they were saying that they hadn't got a job, and they just dismantled the kitchen table, like, completely. You mean they destroyed it? Completely destroyed it? Well, like, they took a screwdriver and an Allen key and, like, just took it apart. I don't know what Allen's got to do with this, but this is an absolute classic in my experience. Really? Yes. Oh, boss, that's great to hear. Tell me um, another instance of these fits of methodical rage. Methodical rage is exactly right. One time after it had happened, like a few times. The dismantling? Yeah, they'd taken apart a few chairs, and this was like after the kitchen table. I tried talking to him about it, and I sat him down on the lounge on the sofa, and I tried to talk about how they might have like a bit of an anger problem. But you see, they're not just taking apart the furniture, they're like taking it outside and like launching it over the hedge as well. Yes, classic. I mean, I've never seen anything like that before, but I guess that's why I'm here in your, on your shoes long, I guess. Oh, sorry, I said I guess twice. <laughs> yeah, that's quite all right. And you are right. Oh, you've done it now. You said right twice. Simone, I'd appreciate it if you didn't interrupt. Sorry. Pardon? Sorry, Auntie Pamela. Sorry. All is forgiven. So, this housemate, yeah. they're slowly, methodically taking apart the furniture mm -hmm. and throwing it over the hedge. Yeah, that's exactly it. How far is this from your house to the hedge? It's in our garden, like not too far, about three, maybe four metres, I guess. What sort of land does this hedge lead on to? Oh, just some of the field, like some local clubs, usually for like football and cricket. Right. I mean, is that relevant? It could be. You must leave all forms of inquiry open. Like a detective? Well, I, uh, I wouldn't use that word. What word would you use, then? More like a spiritual Seamus, a, a psychic Poirot, if you will. Oh, like Mystic Meg? Sorry, I don't know who that is. I do not follow popular culture. So, like, what should they do? Sorry? About me difficult housemate. Ah, here's what you should do. So, I've been in this business for a long, 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 long time. Helping people turn up their vibrations, develop their inner and outer power, building relationships. Yeah. It's really, really important to develop a third eye for both the front and the back. I've got eyes on the back of all of my chakras, you see. 
And all they do is that then, like, what? Leave fruit as offerings to the bird outside every morning. There will be one. There's always one bird. And perhaps they'll bestow this gift of the third eye for the front and the back. So it's a fourth eye? I beg your pardon? So you've got two actual eyes? Yes. Then a third eye at the front, like on the forehead. And then... Including one on the back, not before the eyes. See, Simone... I mean, you already have four eyes if you wear glasses. So, like, with the extra eyes, it'll be six. And then six eyes will be absolutely boss. See, I think we need to... What we need to do is increase your vibrational frequency so you're more on my level. So you can actually be receptive to my wisdom and my information because at the moment, I don't think you're getting it, okay? Well, why don't you get onto my level? Why do I have to get onto yours? Because I'm the one with the wisdom here. These are my magic moments. All right. Fair enough, Auntie Pamela. It's like I've got I've got to leave the fruit out for the birds, right? Yes. Then you might give me the gift of the two third eyes. Yes. And how will this help with Ben? Sorry, who? My angry flatmate who silently dismantles me furniture. It's a real problem. A few days ago, some Netflix show that you liked got cancelled and, like, all of the interior doors were just gone. Well, with all your eyes, you'll be able to catch them doing it. But I already know it's them. I've seen them do it with my own two front eyes, like, just wreck the furniture and chuck it out. You see these third eyes? They are spiritual eyes. Moral eyes, if you will. Alright. Anything else? And I think these eyes will be useful to your flatmate as well. Right. So, like, is it any fruit? Is there any specific one and any specific... You can attract them into your space by using manifestation powers. Well, thank you, and thank you, and thank you. Wait, you haven't told me what to do, to yeah? magic moments. Oh, uh, let's say my catchphrase. If your heart is open, it definitely isn't closed. There we are. Another heart on its way to being healed. I'm sure Simone will be fine. I've given her everything she needs, even if she doesn't realise it. And now, let's begin our guided meditation. Imagine you are one inch tall and you are at the base of a huge cactus somewhere warm and lovely like Arizona. You are so tiny, droplets of rain seem like huge boulders. Flowers are as big as houses. Cactuses have all these tiny little spikes on them, don't they? They look almost like a ladder. A ladder that you can climb into the best version of yourself. So, you gently, meaningfully, place one hand on a spike, one foot below, and begin your ascent. Always being aware of the breath in and out 
and always being aware of how all your muscles are working, keeping you going forward. You climb and climb and climb. As you climb, you keep your breath in your control, even as you climb higher than you've ever been before. Your breath is completely in your control. Your lungs are your lungs, even if you had a lung transplant. They are still your lungs. Try not to get distracted by thoughts of tall people donating their organs to shorter people. Breathe in and breathe out. You are still climbing up this cactus. One foot up, one hand up, one foot up, one hand reaching forward. You enjoy the process. It reminds you of a time when you were a child and you used to try to climb up and down the stairs on all fours like a cat. You look down. You see other, smaller versions of yourself beneath you, beginning their ascent too. They are slower than you because they are smaller. They do not have the strength that you have. They still have a long road ahead of them to grow to who you are, a two-inch tall version of yourself climbing a cactus. You carry on climbing, reaching dizzying heights. Some cactuses can reach to six metres. Perhaps you are climbing a six-metre cactus. You consider the journey thus far a sharp, upwards ascent. It all feels so wonderful. The soft flesh of the cactus is just centimetres away from your face. Breathe in. You can smell flowers in the wind. Breathe out. You smell your morning coffee. You keep climbing. Your body moves exactly how you want it to, without a single point of tension whatsoever. You imagine where this cactus leads. Perhaps it will take you to the clouds. Perhaps it will lead you somewhere truly, truly wonderful. So far, the view is a barren landscape. What a terrible view. That's life sometimes. A terrible view. But no matter if you keep going upwards and don't think about anything else other than going upwards, one foot, one arm, keep moving. Another leg, another hand, keep moving. You mustn't dwell on anything anything at all that gives you any sense of anxiety and you mustn't dwell on anything that gives you a deluded sense of the present. No. 
The present is a gift, and the present has led you to this moment. You climb just a little more, aware of the others beneath you. Breathe in, and out. And finally, you are here, at the top of the cactus. You look around, the view is wonderful, even more wonderful than you could have imagined. Not much has changed since the last time you checked, so in a way, it is still a terrible view, but you have changed. You have reached the top. You are now at the top, and everyone else is beneath you. And now, the view is spectacular. The view of the same barren earth, but you have won. Thank you for tuning in, my blessed cherubs. Thank you.